It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, what do you say we do a podcast? It's Monday. Al's happy. Eddie's not. But that's okay, as long as you're happy. What's up, Al? I love a uh, Monday, Jerry. You know how I love to get a fresh start to the week. I hate Monday. Well, no one likes Mondays. We know that. I this know. This is a thing we, we're all familiar with. <clears throat> and by, all, by like Monday afternoon, it feels like Wednesday. It does? Uh, generally, but it, but we're, we're still in the Monday afternoon. Yeah, I would say probably not. But that's fine. I found out Sunday afternoon yesterday, I was at a youth baseball game watching a friend's kid play. And I realized, well, Monday. And you know what it is? Not the work thing. It's the alarm. You went to watch a friend's kid play? Uh, my Yes. My son's friend was in a tournament. He asked if we we had nothing going on. We asked if we go watch the game for a little while. So we went for an hour. Your son wanted to go. Yes. And so that's what we did. All right. How about that? How about that? Uh, you know, we've talked about tipping kind of getting out of hand these days and more so with the coronavirus. Yeah. I have that. I've had that issue often now. You have? Yes. I bought a uh, a T-shirt in Asbury Park in, like, a clothing store. They wanted a tip? No, but I was, as I was paying, I was like, do I got to tip this person? Because you don't know anymore. Like, it actually crossed my mind. I know. Is there going to be something that comes up and asks the cashier that rang me up for a T-shirt, do I tip her? The latest one for me is the bagel shop. Now, they've always had a tin out. That, right. to me, doesn't bother me. The tin's there. You want it, great. If you don't, so what? And usually if I get 80 cents or something, I'll put it in, maybe a, maybe a dollar. I went for bagels the other day, and I paid with a debit card. Oh, I, yeah. I had to get orange juice and milk, you know, all that. So it was like $25. And the thing comes up, would you like to tip us? You're just standing there. Right. No, that's the thing. If you pay now with debit or, or credit, oh, there's a line there for a tip. Terrible. And you have to put zero if it's zero. It's really awful. Yeah, it sucks. Too much. So I almost felt like I had a tip on purchasing a T-shirt, uh, which also brings me to the other thing about T-shirts. Uh, I, I, I want uh, for men's clothing, particularly T-shirts, there to be in between each size. You know, we have large and extra large. Yeah. Well, I want like extra medium. Isn't that large? No, because large is too big, medium's too small. I think it depends on the on the company. I want extra medium. Like I think. There like, been... let me ask you this shirt I'm wearing today, because this is a, a medium. Okay. Now, I had originally ordered the large, and when I got the larges, I tried them on, they were too, too big. big. Okay. This is a medium, which to me feels slightly too small. I don't think that's small at all. Now, why would you say that's small? Like feel, I could kind of feel it in my belly a little bit. Like, I would, I could use another half inch in my belly. Mm. So, you need more waist space. A little bit, but they're otherwise. But the, the prob- large is too long, and the sleeves go too and long. And the thing about the medium that looks good is it is fit to right where it should fall to, right. and it looks like it. I will tell you, a fat guy couldn't wear that shirt. No, like a, I just shouldn't say fat. A short, chubby guy, right, couldn't wear that. Correct. 
There's no chance. But if I could have a medium, an extra medium, XM. So why don't you start your own company? Okay. This has never been done before. Al's in between sizes t-shirts. <laughs> we offer extra small. Mm-hmm. We offer small, small, medium, small. No, you you go you go extra small is see extra. That's interesting. Extra small is smaller than small, right? But extra large is larger than large. Correct. So I'd have to hmm. <laughs> extra medium. Hmm. That's a great because extra small is already a size. That's right. So it'd have to be small plus. Okay, small plus, medium, medium plus, plus, large plus, extra large plus. Right. So you have. All would, these sizes. It would be like someone owns the odd numbers, and you come in and you own the even yeah. numbers. Right. Like, like, uh, and these this T-shirt place that I bought these from, these are, these are, actually, you know what's interesting? I get, I take a lot of life advice from Brian Monzo. Why? He, he's got some interesting things. I'll tell you a couple things that I've taken from Monzo. One, some stock tips, which I've, I've taken from him. Then he... Told me about the Metamucil uh, cookies. Okay. Which he's like, these are tremendous. If you find them anywhere, you got to buy them because they. once you get are interested in them, you'll see they're sold out in a lot of places, all stuff. So I was like, oh, I'm going to try it. Love them. He told me about these T-shirts. So this company that I bought online from is uh, Fresh Clean Tees. Okay. They sell like T-shirt packs. He told me because these are the most comfortable shirts. Unfortunately, bad sizes. Right. But... Yes, for for me, it's it's probably actually probably is the right size for me. I agree, but I'm so used to having a a little bit of a bigger shirt. Sure. So this is probably the right size. For mm-hmm. me. But if I drink a big thing of water, my belly gonna stick. And you out. get all bloated. I get all bloated. I know, and you feel terrible about yourself. So yeah, so uh, you know, I do take some life advice from buying Monza. You haven't taken the advice of having seven children. I said I haven't done that. <laughs> that I've not. Right. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Other than that, the Metamucil bites I have. Other things, too, along the way. I can't remember. Okay. But I just find it interesting. I was like, hmm, you know what? I will try that. You should. I did see. I was reading my Kiplinger's magazine. That's like a, a, a stock and money magazine for dumb people. Okay. You know, like for yes, regular people. for dummies. And they recommended uh, to purchase Levi's stock, which I purchased yesterday. I guess I purchased this morning at $27 a share. They How many shares that- you buy? Not much, three thousand five hundred dollars worth. Okay, five hundred dollars worth. Yeah, you bought twenty shares. Yeah. Okay, is that good or bad? Twenty shares. Yeah. Uh, no, it's fine. No, well, it's good. What does it really get you? Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Doesn't really get me anywhere. I would. But I think... feel like I make. I would like to make some money. Right. Even if I made, let's say, I made ten dollars. A share overall. You made 200 bucks. Right. <laughs> hey, whatever. It's part of your portfolio and good for you. There's nothing I'm in wrong the mix. with that. But you they were saying the things about like how jeans are making a comeback and that uh, the material for jeans and all that stuff. Okay. Like, I saw it. I was like, mm, that's interesting. Well, I, when would materials for jeans never ready? Like, you sure. could buy jeans anywhere, anytime. <laughs> you don't recall a time when there was a short of jeans, Jerry? I don't. Hmm. Okay. Did I miss that? No. The jeans shortage I'm sure I read of 1997. Um, this came up between you, me, and Eddie during a break. Okay. We were talking briefly about single-use plastics. Oh, yeah. It, I don't, it's really bothering me nowadays, like, to to have just the single-bottled waters. Right. Because it really bothers me because we really, 
and I've stopped buying them. Uh, I I still just I try to use the Brita water filter mm-hmm. instead because we don't like we're not recycling the bottles properly. We're not recycling. Well, I don't them. think the towns are. Well, the towns aren't, and in general, you can't. This is what my sister was explaining to me. She said a plastic bottle does not recycle back into a plastic bottle the way that that a tin can does right. and, and like a glass, I right. think, does. And just think of how much water, how many recyclables just your neighborhood has when people put out recyclables. For sure. Pails are completely full every yeah. other week. Yeah. And we're really not recycling. And it's more than water. I mean, it's the Gatorades of the world. Yes. It's the sodas and the 20-ounce plastic bottles. Yeah. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah, we're really in a... It, it bothers me when I go do... If I go get takeout from somewhere... Like if you get like uh, Chinese food, yeah. not Chinese. Actually, you know what? Pizza Chinese food does the... a yeah. Chinese food actually does a better job. I like uh, the fountain soda myself. I like a fountain soda, but like these plastic containers that you get for your takeout meal. Mm-hmm. Let's say you have a family of four. You get sure. a takeout meal, and there's every individual meal comes in a plastic container. Yeah, when well, we, we when we go to places out. like that, I mean, our takeout is honestly it's mostly from a pizza place that makes yeah. everything. Um, but so, they still put it in. Well, they put it in some sort of plastic, uh, right? aluminum foil. Oh, okay, that I like. The pizza comes in a box, obviously. Yes. But all of their sandwiches come in aluminum foil, and even like we get the one thing I like are zucchini fries. They come in the aluminum plate with that, the with the yeah, white yeah. top. There's really no plastic actually from that place. Oh, that's good. So, but there is uh, this La Rosa chicken. If you go there, everything's in like the the Tupperware plastic. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. And literally, you go there and you get the bag, and there's like nine things. Yes, in it. yeah. I've actually ordered during the pandemic. I ordered breakfast from IHOP. Yeah, same thing. Yep. It was just me and Gina, and it was like two giant bags, yeah. just because like pancakes in one thing, uh, hash browns in another. Pla- all plastic for sure. Yeah, we got. I don't away understand from that. how they recycle. I really don't. Yeah, they um, do. They don't do it right. Yeah, I guess not. Why don't you become the uh, the recycling? Ambassador. It seems like it's a, a problem that's not getting fixed. Like it's been attempted to be fixed, and it's just not getting fixed. Yeah, I don't don't know how it works. Yeah, so I'm trying to I'm trying to do my part. You can only do your part. Be a consultant, right? We can only ask to do our part. That's all we can do, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use the Brita water filter instead of we the have one of those individual bottles. I drink right out of the water. sink. I don't even care. Yeah, or drink right out of the sink. I do. But we have the Brita as well. You can handle, your body can handle the public water. (laughs) So far, so good. In New Jersey. Never know. So far. Yeah. I was reading a a news article. I think it was on the, it was on NJ.com this morning. About choking? (laughs) Excuse me, Jerry. Really use that cough button. It, uh, It concerned the Hard Rock Casino Hotel in Atlantic City. Okay. Which I like. I've never been. I only walked through it. I've not stayed there yet. I've stayed there a couple times. I I like it better than even Borgata because it's on the boardwalk, so you could go to other places if you right, want. Right. You know. So I, I do like it. It's, yep. it's very. It's very nice. I like Borgata when I'm going to stay for two nights and I and it's going to be a nice weekend and you can use the pool. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the bar. Love that. But yeah. I totally understand. I agree with the boardwalk. Yeah. The, and they do a nice job. Yep. I was reading. Um, on NJ.com that a man was uh, arrested for killing his girlfriend in a room at the Hard Rock in Atlantic City. Like this weekend? I couldn't tell when it was. Wow. My question to you is this. 
Are they still renting out that room? I think after they clean it, they do. And do they have to tell you someone was murdered in there? I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, clearly crimes are committed at these casinos. Right. I don't know that. Right. Like, can I, if I call the Hard Rock and I want to book a room, can I say I really don't want to be in the room where the person was murdered? I think you can request that, yeah. I don't know if they'll tell you. They'll probably say, okay, no problem, and they might still give you the room. I don't Let's know. Give them the murder room. <laughs> this guy's being a pain in the ass. Murder room. Give him the murder room. Don't clean it up properly. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Honestly, don't know what the legalities are of that. You're right. Because imagine the shady business that goes on in casino hotels. Sure, that have to. All of them had to have. A lot of drinking. Right. A lot of dumb things happen. Drinking, drugs, desperation, prostitution. Probably. I don't want to just say that that's a fact, but I would think so. You would think. It I would must think. happen. I would think it happens in all hotels. Yeah, it's I some, mean, it's a it's a it's a great place to meet for a liaison, liaison, and then things go down. Listen, people, I always think about that about Atlantic City on the drive out. Like, who's heading there to do something seedy? No, just like what? Like, what are the regrets on the way out of there? Oh, sure. Oh, like the uh, ten a.m. when people are checking out. Just the drive out, like when you're when you're going yeah. to the highway and you're trying to get back to the parkway. Right. And you see these different... You're still seeing signs for how great Atlantic City is. Like, if you lost a ton of money. Yeah. If you uh, spend time with a prostitute that you now feel bad about. If you went down there and did drugs. you know, All things you've experienced. <laughs> like, what is that regret like on your ride out? Because the ride in... It's depressing. It's exciting. Of course. It's depressing. Look at all these casinos coming up, uh, billboards for the restaurants, billboards for Hall & Oates appearing somewhere. Make it seem so glamorous. Yes, so glamorous. And at the end of the day, it's not. And then you leave there with no money. The only thing to me. Broken relationships, prostitutes, drugs. Wow. Sounds like a great time. Want to go this weekend? (laughs) Holy smokes. Maybe I could work for Atlantic City Tourism. (laughs) You know, it's funny because I've gone away many times. Yeah. And I actually love going to Atlantic City, and I like Borgata, and it's not to gamble. It's really to have drinks and hang out by yes. the pool all day when it's a nice day. I love that. I think it's a, it's just fun. You're not far away. It's great. But in terms of going away, I've been to a lot of places. I think the only time, not the only time, there have been enough times, but it's almost like a lock that it goes the way you anticipate has been the few times I've been to the Caribbean. And you get the great weather, and the beach really is a postage stamp like it looks. And the place is alive, but not crazy. And it's just awesome. It's, it's exactly like, what you expect. And you don't want to leave. Other than that, everything's got its drawbacks, and Atlantic City could have great depression attached to it when you're coming home. I would think Las Vegas, same thing. By the way, I'm pretty sure... The guy on here that I just saw playing for the Scottish team is my friend's cousin. I'm almost certain of it. Your friend's cousin plays soccer for the Scottish uh, national team? Yes, he does. Uh, His last name is McGinn. And I'm wondering if that's him. It has to be. I mean, how many more McGinn's are there? If you're telling me he plays on the Scottish soccer team and his name is McGinn and you've seen him again, that's got to be him. Matter of fact, I'm going to text him right now and ask if that's that's him. Hmm. And so, yeah. Pretty cool. But anyway, I'm with you on Atlantic City. There's got to be a lot of, uh, you have regrets when you buy, you know, a steak. Could you imagine if you actually lost a lot of money? Yes. There? Oh, my God. 
Jerry, what are your thoughts? This came up on the show. I don't think you were in the studio though at the time. Uh, they were they were talking about uh, Erin Colton, uh, News Twelve, Long Island. Yeah, what about her? And uh, she had uh, posted a photo from her going to the bar to watch the Islanders game, and she had her hair in a bun. And I said, I'm I personally, and this has been since I was a little kid. Like when my mother would put her hair up, I would I'd be against it. She put it on Twitter. Yeah. No, uh, it's on our Instagram. Oh, of course it is. All right. I'm not a fan of the putting your hair up for women. Okay. I don't I know I think it why. depends on the it, woman. It, yeah, it never depends on the woman to me. Never. No, it always, I think in 10 out of 10 times, hair down will always be better than hair up on a woman. Uh, I don't disagree with that. I don't care the occasion. I don't know that it can't look good, though. I don't care the dress. Though. You're saying it can't look good? I'm saying it's difficult. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right it's about that. It's a tough that. look to pull off, the hair up, the okay. hair in a bun. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a different look. Like, that's the best part about having long hair is you can have it down. Like, if I had long hair, I would love to have long hair. Sure. I wouldn't put it up in a bun. I'd let it flow. Have the hair out and flow. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's a it's a good, sexy look, Jerry, for men and women. I don't Like, disagree. when Eddie, Eddie has his hair in you a think ponytail. he looks sexy? He looks sexier when he... Takes it down. People like, whoa. People wow. go like this, Jerry. Whoa. Whoa. Right. Men and women. I will say when you see whoa. him from behind, you don't realize it's Eddie. Right. Because you're not used to that look. The flowing mane. That is hair. very true. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. Mm. Eh. Mm. Who knew? That. So that's what you guys were talking I didn't know what you yeah. were talking about at the end. I see. That's what we were talking about. All right. Got the it, bun. got it, got it. The bun, Jerry. So you learn something every day. So this is what we've covered today briefly. I'm going to base this on my... Small post-it note. Man buns. Man and women buns. Uh, T-shirt sizes. Single-use containers. And Atlantic City hotels and crazy things going on. In and what's funny about the Atlantic City hotels yeah, um, is I'm literally, we're booking a couple of nights now, a couple of months down the road. So, and this is right on cue for this conversation. We were uh, going to look at that, too. I, I was supposed to actually check today. I forgot to check uh, concerts going on down there. Because I, I like to go when there's a show. I don't gamble. I don't, uh, we don't uh, drink into oblivion. So, I've got to go to a show to go down I there. Yeah, I understand. I wanted to go see Sebastian Maniscalco because they rescheduled everything. But the, it really is. The ticket prices have become so prohibitive. Yes. Two and a quarter per ticket? I'm sorry. Even if you're worth a fortune at some point, isn't it stupid? It is stupid. So I did get tickets for Maroon 5 in Camden. And I thought this was good. The undercover, and now we're not in the front row or anything, but we're undercover in the arena part, not in the lawn. And tickets were $70 each. Perfect. I thought that was fine. Now, it's not cheap, but it's not 225 Correct. You're talking 450 before you walk in the door. Yeah, pass. For one hour. Right. So I thought that was a bit much. I agree. But I'm with you. I'd prefer to go down there when there's a show at night. Because otherwise you have dinner and it's like, okay. Now what? You go, you don't go dancing? I don't go dancing, no. Not Why? a dancer. Why does that surprise me? Shocker. <laughs> Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. We did that this morning at 5 a.m. Now, some people are not awake at 5 a.m. They're lazy. Uh, for you lazy people, we have it here in the podcast. It is next. So, peace. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't All right, here we go. We start a new week. It is a Monday, going to be a nice weather week once we get beyond today, along with the Eddie Scazzeri. It's the warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today, for tomorrow. Visit CarneyBank.com for details. We say good morning to Al Fernando Dukes. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning. Did you want to continue Man Crush Monday? Man Crush? Well, I didn't know we did Man Crush Monday. We don't don't do it. Who Uh, does? Amy Lawrence, who was on before us, I heard her. She does Man Crush Monday. Well, then let's do a Man Crush. That's where you tell us, Jerry, over the weekend, who did you have a Man Crush on? Uh, Jacob deGrom, until he got hurt. Well, then is it Jacob deGrom or is it Marcus Stroman? You could have a man crush on him. Jacob deGrom. Jacob deGrom, your man crush Monday. Jacob deGrom proved why goofy all these no-hitters this year, although it's been very quiet for a couple of weeks, thank God. Although almost yesterday, Carlos Rodon almost had one, uh, but didn't. If Jacob deGrom can't get through all these innings without a no-hitter, no one should be able to. Right. He deserves a no-hitter this year, I agree. He does. He was perfect the other night for a few innings. And you're right. We we haven't had one in a couple weeks now. Really quieted down. We're overdue. Yes. Now, what is the story with this Jacob DeGrom, though, Jerry? He left with a flexor tendonitis, whatever uh, that means. He, everything came back clean. Yeah, but the, this, but, is what, this is what this tells me. In this day and age, if a pitcher, you know, has a hangnail, he goes and tells the trainer, out, done, get him out. Because I don't know that he was in that bad a shape the other night. And it was just, I think it was precautionary. They looked at him. He's fine. He's planning on starting Wednesday. But can't you always feel like you have something bothering yes, you? I think that's possible. Like your mind will tell you. Sure. Well, you have, you have the have penis something. issues. Right. I'm penis hypochondriac. Right. Like if I start thinking about that, I will feel like, is it burning? Does it hurt to the touch? You know what I mean? Like you yes, can talk I do. yourself. So my, I don't know where the flexor tendonitis Elbow. is. But I would feel like at any time I'd be like, you know what? My elbow does feel a little. I think these guys have bumps and bruises every day. It's a matter of when they decide to say something. So why would he say something? It's the arm. If he's not a wuss. It's the arm. He's not. No, no, I don't think he's a wuss at all. I think it's the arm, and he figured better be safe than sorry. And he was great the other night. It sucked to see him go out of the game. Right. But he did, and he's supposedly fine. So he's right now on schedule to start on Wednesday. And they won anyway. They did. Yes, they did. And then they won Saturday. Yes, they did. With Marcus Stroman on the map. Did a nice job again. You know, the Padres are a really good team. They did a nice job against the Padres this season. I do like that Marcus Stroman is, uh, ooh, uh, that Marcus Stroman is. What was that? That was about my voice cracked. <laughs> that Marcus Stroman gets pumped up on the mound. I he do does. like that. He like, gets he, fired up. He gets fired up like he when he fun strikes to watch. a dude out. I agree. I agree. Fired up. I he like a, that. And he hit a ball Saturday. It was like a line drive shot to left off the bat on TV. I thought for a moment he might have had a chance at a home run. And when they showed the replay, like when he hit it, you could see his initial reaction was get out. But it was just a fly ball to the warning track. The pitcher home run, Jerry. 
that is uh, very glorious. It's not expected, that's for it's sure. It's not expected, but appreciated. The- I did like the fact that DeGrom has the two-run single the other night and immediately got Gary Cohen and everybody on Twitter. Jacob DeGrom has driven in five runs this year with his bat and only allowed four as a pitcher. Think about that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, and they get all, what What can he do? Ooh. Right. He was a college shortstop. Yeah. So it's not like he's not an athlete. I mean, he exactly. the dude can do anything. Let's go. Get it together. The Mets did lose Sunday. I thought they were going to get a nice little sweep of the San Diego Padres. Well, they were up 2-1. They were uh, up 2-1. Jose Peraza's home run gave them the lead. And then, you know, it's funny. Jerry's familiar, and I didn't realize this until after the game. So Jerry's familiar comes in, gets himself out of a mess in his first inning. And then he goes out there again. I'm like, why is he going out yes, there? Yes, that to pitch was strange. Again? And then we find out afterwards, eh, no one was available. It was pretty what do you much mean no one was available. I'm telling you, he said no one could pitch. I, that's what I'm telling you. Luis Rojas basically said no one was available. But then he did eventually come out. Yeah, to Jacob Barnes, who gave up a bomb, gave up two home runs. Back to back. And a belly to belly. To the two biggest stars on the Padres. Who they really handled all weekend. The Grand Slam to Tatis and then Manny Machado. Right. Solo blast. Back to back. Belly to belly. You're right. They did handle uh, Tatis. uh, They did well with them all weekend. That's what I was watching. Marcus Stroman getting pumped up for striking out Tatis. Yes, absolutely. Fired up. I do love that thing that the Padres have where you hit a home run, you get that big medallion. (laughs) That's cool. It's instant credit is what that is. I like that. (laughs) It is cool. It seems like a very fun team to watch. I'm trying to figure out, like, do you think that thing is heavy or it's just cheap plastic? No, it's probably cheap. Cheap plastic, right? You think they sell that on the Padres store? If they don't, they're stupid. Yeah. Because I was a Padre fan. When I was a kid, I'd want that. Yeah, so would I. I'd want that for wiffle ball. So when I hit a home run in wiffle ball, I'd put it on myself. Listen, if the Mets or Yankees did that, I say we put it in the WFAN store. Why don't we get a WFAN medallion? We could do that. What is the criteria to get Like, it? you have a really great update. On, I get to on wear the medallion? the door, we medallion you. I like that. And then, like, let's say then Gio has, like, a good segment. You walk back in, you medallion and I Gio. Them, I, I could do Eddie that. Eddie hits a hilarious drop with perfect this timing. There's a lot of medallions. No, it's only one medallion. No, but I mean, it's just a lot going on and here. And you're walking it around to so when uh, someone tunes in on the TV side, mm. they go, who, who last... Had a great moment on the show. Yeah. And he's wearing the medallion. He had. But then I have a, a medallion great in the newsroom. I don't know what's going on. Then people walk by. Why is Jerry wearing a medallion? <laughs> Why I does like Jerry thinks though. he's better than all of us because he's wearing a giant medallion? <laughs> and I was also trying to wonder, wondering, like, how long do you wear the medallion on the Padres? So you hit a home oh, you, run. You leave it on all the rest of the day and you wear it on the plane. Well, they only have one medallion. <laughs> so once Tatis hits the home run, he gets the medallion. Then Machado comes up, he hits a home run. You got to pass the medallion immediately. I guess so. I don't know the answer. And to then that, when you go to take so. the field, you have to give up the medallion. Can't wear the medallion. So confusing. Yeah, but it's still in your possession. Right. I'm the last to matters. have the medallion. Exactly. But he they must only be like oh back to back with this guy. I get five minutes with it. Right. <laughs> but he's used to having the medallion, Tatis. Nineteen one, home runs. Yeah, it'd be one thing if like some guy who hit his one home run, he gets the medallion and immediately Manny Machado goes back to back. You've got so he's got nineteen home runs in I think forty nine games he's played. Which league is re- leading, Jerry? Which is remar- uh national league leading. Who's got Vlad Guerrero Jr. has twenty. It's the all these league. juniors from when it's we all were... our players, they're kids. Yes. I know. 
So he what, how many Kayvon does he have? Biggio doing? Let's go. What's that? How many does he have? Vlad Guerrero Jr. Uh, twenty, I believe. Twenty. Yeah. Hmm. And you've got uh, Tatis with nineteen. Machado yeah. only has nine. But well, he's been quiet. I feel like he he's has been, been quiet, quiet since he went to the Padres. Uh, well, you not you, but any of us are not watching Padre games. Yeah, but I still feel like I hear about Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, because he's young and dynamic. It really he is. is. He is. He's quickly. If he hasn't already, he's quickly becoming the face of the league. Him and DeGrom and Guerrero. I mean, all these guys, all these young guys, although DeGrom's not that young anymore. But, yes, he is uh, He is fun to watch. I'm looking, Jerry, uh, um, on the uh, Padres MLB shop, and I don't see a medallion for sale. Well, then someone dropped the ball. I was I was thinking, though, like if I were to – if I was a front runner and picked a different team every year to right. root for, like I do in football – and if I did that in baseball, I think I would pick the Padres this year. Yeah, because they're good. Couple things. You should be a Rays fan right now. What are you doing? Couple things though with the Padres. One, they're good. Two, cool colors. The brown yeah, and the I don't like mustard, but it's unique. It's ugly. I would. Plus, you could wear the throwback T-shirts and things. Fair enough. You know enough. what I'm saying, Jerry? Yes. I know you love the throwback from the '80s. I know that. I love throwback from the '80s. I'm so. aware. Yeah, this is a bad job by the Padres. You can't get a Padres medallion. Let me Google that. Padres. <laughs> me, how do you spell medallion? M E D A L L I O N. Let's try Padres that. Padres medallion. I have no idea. Let's go uh, it doesn't look like you could get it, Jerry. Yeah, like I said. What if we did this? Let's, dropped the ball. Would we have to get MLB's permission to make a Padres medallion for the ML for the FAN store? Only if you have only if you put an MLB or a Padre logo on. Ooh. You can get a big medallion. Could I could just get a yellow and brown medallion with a P on it. Yeah. Why can't you? Who's just, gonna buy that though, Jerry? We're no Padres fans around nobody. here. But they, that's why they dropped the ball, not you. Oh. They probably have to clear it a million different ways with the with the MLB. We want to make the Padres. No, well, if don't. you're going to make a Padres medallion, we need all the teams. They to have, have their own rights. They could have done it. Medallions, medallions, medallions. Yeah, whatever. Medallions. But the Mets won two out of three. They did win two out of three, and I'll take that, Jerry, anytime. Now they play the Cubs coming up uh, today. Jake Arrieta is he still good? Mm, he's okay. He's sure. all right. The Cubs have had a weird year. They're starting to play better. They won last night. David Peterson though, he's had he's some been problems. Terrible. Like, That's, this is one, if you were going to bet, you would bet the Cubs. You would take Jake Arrieta tonight? I, I mean, David Peterson hasn't gotten out of, like, the third inning in the last three starts, I think. And here's the problem with David Peterson tonight. It's the only game in town tonight. It is, yeah. you got no Yankees. They play at Buffalo to tomorrow. play against the, the Blue, Blue Jays, Jays yep. tomorrow. Then you got Lightning Islanders tomorrow. tomorrow. you got Bucks Nets tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. You know what this sounds like, Jerry? Big updates coming on Wednesday's show. Uh, Wednesday, yes. Tuesday night's a mess. There's Tuesday a lot night, going on. You'll have Mets, Yankees, yeah. Nets, like we have tonight. Islanders. Like we have this morning. Right, from all the weekends. We have stuff, a lot Jerry. going on. There's no question about there it. There is an absolutely lot going on. The Yan- and, and we'll get to the Yankees yeah, on the other side. Plus, we have the Nets and the Kyrie Irving injury. The Islanders were the win. But the Yankees are just bad. We will get into that. And you know what's that. worse than that, Al? What's that? They're boring. You hear that, Yankees? You're boring us. No, but they are. Yeah, and I know boring. we've said that before. There's nothing to watch. They're just boring. So it's really, really strange. And no, I mean, Aaron Judge back spasms. I mean, come on. He did I not really play is. yesterday. No. So we'll get into that. Right now, I was going to talk to you about something very, very important, but we still have a lot to do. Yeah, what's important, Jerry, is that the condo I bought last year, already worth more than I paid for it. Stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. You deserve to make money on your investment, just like I did. 
Carney was my bank of choice and made my entire mortgage process easy. You want to go with someone you can trust and actually get on the phone when you have questions. I trust them, and you can too. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC equal housing lender. All right, on the other side, we will get to the Yankees. Plus, the Nets, all of a sudden, they're 2-2 with the Bucks. We've got a lot to do. Then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Keto friendly and GMO free. Yeah, that's right. Keto friendly. That means if we're keto friendly, we're full of we're just meat. You're <laughs> such a jackass. We're just meat, Jerry. Is that where you came up with that? Who's this? This is uh, bare naked ladies. Is it really new one? No, oh. a new version of an old song, Jerry. Never heard of it. The old apartment. Yeah, I don't know. Broken to the... It's, it's memories, Jerry. Memories of where you used to live. You ever think about your old house nope. where you used to live? Uh, well, when I pass by it, sure. But not... You don't You don't think of it just throughout the day like, ah, oh, my old home. No. What about your childhood home where you grew up? When I pass it. When you pass it, you think, oh, That's what about good it. times. Yes. You ever stop and knock on the front door? May I come no. through the home? Never. What if someone knocked have on you? Have you? I have not. But I've thought about it. Okay. What if someone knocked on your door where you currently live and said, I used to live here. May I come in and look at my memories? No. You would say just like that, no? No. I don't know who they are. What if they said, could I schedule something and come No. Back? What is wrong with you? No. You could do a background check on me. I just need to see my old bedroom. <laughs> I don't think so. I would love to go through my old childhood home, though. Yeah, but it's not going to look the same. I know. That's so. The sad what does part. it mean? It means something like no, it these, doesn't. These walls held. Oh, memories. stop! It. Stop! 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 It's it's like, all different. It's all changed. Like an old haunted ballpark. The backyard, maybe you would like that because that I think, unless they put an in-ground pool in or something. But if the backyard remained intact, which I think in most cases they probably do, that would be interesting. To go back where play one last yeah. with the ball game yes. as an adult. Exactly right. Yes. Little two hand touch like we used yeah. to do, things like that for sure. But the house, no, because I think it's there. Everybody comes in, they paint, change the rugs and the and the flooring. No, I think it's just it won't look anything like it. It's just another random house. Hmm. So Don't, no, a random house filled with memories. No, oh, no, no. The memories are in your head. That's true, Jerry. Let's talk about the New York Yankees. I'm sure, they stink. They lost their their two game series. First of all, yesterday they lost seven nothing. Why did they keep Domingo Herman in there so long? I felt like he just they just because like, Luis Rojas said they had nobody <laughs> nobody pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Luis Rojas was commenting on the Yankees. <laughs> I just felt like the Yankees like Domingo Herman had given up a couple runs early, right? Yeah. And then I just felt like they were like, you know what? We're not going to waste any other pitchers. Let him just hang out. Well, they there. had the problem Saturday where they give up the runs. I mean, it's four nothing before you sit down Saturday Sunday. Not the first inning, but he gives up the runs. In the, I mean, it's just, they're just not good. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Even even looking at it like yesterday. So you've got you got LeMahieu playing first base. You got Rugnet Odor at second. Fine, whatever. 
you look around, you know, Gardner's in center. There's no judge. Stanton's not playing because he can't play the field for God's sakes. I don't know. They're just oh, boring. You said they prior are to the break. They're boring. They, they really boring. are. And I hate to say that, but and they're not. They don't win games. I mean, they can't string together. When was the last time they had a five game winning streak? It's been a while. It has been. I know they had the nice little stretch before this. I think they've lost ten of thirteen. I think it is or eleven of fifteen. Whatever. Like they've been bad. So, and this was, you know, you go to Philadelphia. Now the Phillies have won four in a row fine, but the Phillies haven't played great this year. You had a chance to win a couple of games. There were a lot of Yankee fans in that building. Nothing. Nothing. This is what I read, Jerry, in one of the recaps. Okay. Yanks have lost seven of nine. Right. Fourth place they're in. Yeah. They're only a game over 500. The Rays are eight and a half up on them. Exactly. Tampa just swept Baltimore. They don't lose. So you're saying I should be a Rays fan. Maybe you're right. Yes. You know how many wins the Rays have? Many wins. <laughs> you have any idea how many? No. For real? I don't. Okay. Well, yeah, you told me the Yankees are one game over 500. Yankees are which they're 30, like 33 and 32. 33 and 32. Something like that. I believe, I'm going to check it now, the Rays have either 40 or 42 wins nice. after the sweep of Baltimore. Sick of the Rays, though, Jerry. You're sick of them. Why? Yeah, I'm sick of them. All they do like, is win, win, win. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm always I'm sick of seeing them in the playoffs every year. Yeah, well, beat them. I mean, it's, it's the same thing every year. Beat them if you can't. 42 and 24. They are 18 games over 500. The Yankees are 33 and 32, trailing Toronto and Boston. They're all, How about this? Well, yeah, I shouldn't say that. What were you going to say? Something nasty? Not really. Something offensive? No, nah, I was just let it go. So they're just... I don't know. How about this? This is interesting. The big bad Yankees. Now, run differential, to me, I always find interesting. Because usually if you're in first place, you've had a, a big positive, you know, plus run differential. You the Yankees are in the negative for that for this season. They're giving up more runs than they're getting. Their run differential the is minus seven for the season. All right. That's not good. No. They got that. That happened just yesterday. They lost seven nothing. Now, they think about even. this. The White Sox plus 106 runs. What's their record, Jerry? The White Sox are in first place. They're 41-24, and 24, just like the Rays are. You are you telling me we're going to see a White Sox-Tampa Rays championship so series? So here are your first place teams. Yeah. All right. The Rays with a three-game lead on Boston. The White Sox have a five-and-a-half game lead on the Indians. The Oakland A's are in first place in the West. See, I kind of like Isn't that different something? teams being in the mix other than the Tampa Rays. They're annoying. Well, I mean, they're different divisions. I mean, for you, yeah. You have to have other teams in the mix, other division no, I'm leaders. I'm just saying different, like, teams we're not used to seeing. Like, like Boston only three games out? No, I'm thinking, like, the White Sox, <laughs> the A's. These are teams Well, the White are... Sox have been better the last couple of years. And now people, a lot of people, I think Evan picked them to win the World Series. Evan Roberts? He did. And, and they've had knows. some injuries, too. And yet they still continue to play well. The A's are interesting because you've got the Astros who got out to a tough start. The Astros have started to play well. So that leads only two. But if you remember, the A's had that long winning streak. So they are 40 and 27 right now. A lot of teams with 40 wins, Jerry. Uh, Only four, actually. Four teams with 40 (laughs) wins. Now, uh, Aaron Boone, I guess, got asked a very uh, odd question in the uh, postgame. I don't think it was an odd question at all, actually. Well, he didn't appreciate the question, it seems like. Would you like to hear the question that you're referring to if I can find it? Do we know who asked the question? Um... Can that dab it a, off. That's a great question. So you know, the problem is the way they labeled these, I'm not sure which one is which. All right. So fair enough. Maybe we'll know by the sound of the his or her voice. I know them too well and and 
I don't think there's any. All right, so the, that, that, is the, that is the one. This is the answer. So the question was, are you concerned that this team is getting used to losing? That the Yankees getting used to losing games. Right, because it doesn't seem like there's any fight. There's no There's no nothing. All I right. know them too well, and, and I don't think there's any getting used to freaking losing. Hell no. Get the hell out of here with that. <laughs> okay. How about win some games? Like, honestly. Out, the hell out of here with that. Yeah. I like that. That was a little attitude. It is. There was attitude. I did hear people, I did read people on Twitter say, nah, it's good to see him get all fiery. Yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, that's a nice remark at the end. It actually looks better in print than hearing I'd rather it. See him. I'd yeah. rather see him do something and walk off. Yes. Like Denny Green. We let him off the hook. Yes. And then pound the, pound the uh, podium and then leave. That's exactly like right. Like, if he would have said this, Jerry, if he would have said... Freaking losing. Hell out of here with that. And then gone. And then get up and leave. Yeah. That would have shown me. Right. But instead he whimpered fire. it. He kind of whimpered it. Yeah. Hell out of here. <laughs> he did look mean. Like he did. He, he looked angry. But it's what it is. And then you also had. What um, if he would have knocked the podium over with it? Hell out of here That would have been. Well, I don't think he was at a podium. Podium goes. Oh, oh he's at the table. Flips the table. That would have been cool. The problem is I don't know where the laptop is for the Zoom. Because they're still doing that. That would have been cool. Still yeah. doing Zoom meetings. And then have, oh, yeah, and then the camera would be flying all over yes. the place. That would have gone viral. Viral videos. That would have been pretty cool. Did you like what, did you see what the, and because you love mascots. Yes. Did you like what the Philly Fanatic did on Saturday? I didn't see this. So the Philly Fanatic goes out. I don't like, like him. You, you don't like I him. I don't care for him. You don't care for him. Neither did Giancarlo Stanton. So I'll just, I'll give you the visual. So in between innings. Frank Sinatra is playing New York, New York on the uh, on the speakers at Citizens Bank Park. There's a Yankee helmet on the ground, and you've got the fanatic dressed in a tuxedo. I guess he's trying to be Frank, <laughs> and he's got the iron tamper that you know you when you put clay down, you tamper it down to make sure it's packed. So I'll play you from I think it's NBC Sports Philadelphia. Tom McCarthy and John Crook. This is the crowd. He's smashing the helmet. Well, it's an oldie but a goodie. The fanatic in his uh, black tie and tails breaks out the tamper and slams the Yankee helmet. Giancarlo. It looked really happy. It looked too happy. They catch Stanton just glaring at him. As As a fanatic? Yes. Now, he might have been looking into center field. I don't know. But the way the camera shows him, he looks like he's angry. <laughs> do you th- do you remember when uh, Tommy Lasorda used to fight the fanatic all the time? I do, like that? sure. Was that a real fight? Do you think? Like, do you think Tommy no. Lasorda was really annoyed at the fanatic, or he might have been? It was but I don't part think... of the like a wrestling gimmick. I, I to me, it's probably part of the gimmick. I cannot imagine Tommy Lasorda was throwing haymakers at the Philly fanatic and the girl that was inside the costume. <laughs> it's not a girl. How do you know? Because Tommy Lasorda was beating up the fanatic. You don't know that. Do you think it's been the same fanatic all these years? Like the same person has been the Philly I fanatic. I don't. I do not. You think it's a different person? Every I think it is. Season? I think. Mom. You think the day of tryouts to be the yeah. Philly fanatic every year? I think that's possible. Yeah. Well, I don't know though. What do you think goes into those tryouts? Like, what would you do if a small child kicked you? <laughs> well, we know what Mister Met would do. He'd give him the finger. <laughs> That's true. Remember that <laughs> when I was when I was doing an internship at WJDM AM, you were you dressed up as a Devil Ray in Elizabeth. Oh, no, in, in, in Elizabeth. New Jersey. Okay, 
I had a dress. I had a when IKEA first opened, we did a promotion there, and for whatever reason, WJDM had a you dressed as a lamp Cookie Monster costume, really, which I had to wear, <laughs> and, a, and a little kid was kicking me. <laughs> And I yelled at the kid as Cookie Monster, and then I was told, sound? I was told by station management, the Cookie Monster doesn't speak. <laughs> hey, this little punk kid is kicking me. So you never kicked back? I didn't. I was like, hey, what are you, hey, what are you, you doing? You used your voice, and you did. sound like a Cookie Monster. No, I didn't do, I didn't, this little kid was kicking me, and the parents just let him kick Cookie Monster. <laughs> they don't care. They did not care. So you actually feel bad for mascots? Yes. Having been a mascot yourself. Right. For even of just that one afternoon, I was dressed as a mascot. <laughs> that is actually tremendous. <laughs> How God hot we was didn't it have inside digital, the costume? It was, it was warm. I'm sure it wasn't cleaned prior to me or after me. And that's where it all came from. Just all stunk. Think of the sweat. scuzzy stuff that was on you. Right. Oh, Disgusting. people were sweating in that outfit before. And let me guess, clearly the station, because I worked there too for a while. Yeah. That station didn't own a Cookie Monster outfit. That means they rented it. They may have owned it. Is it mm, who buys a Cookie Monster outfit? <laughs> it's probably cheap. I don't know about that. A full size costume. It was a full like size that? costume. Yeah, Jerry. It was I don't know if that's it was like, cheap. It was real Muppet fur. We should have a mascot here. A WFAM mascot, yeah. yeah. I don't know what it would be, though. I don't either. I'm not sure. But it had to be something lovable, huggable, and sportsy. And sportsy, right? Right. That would be kind of cool. Who would we have do that? Uh, whoever's the low man on the totem pole, they have to wear the mascot uniform. That's the way it works. But Phil, probably, I bet you the hey. Philly, I bet you the Philly fanatic makes hey. it. I don't know what that is. <laughs> is that the Cookie Monster? Hello there. <laughs> That's what I thought. Hey. C is for Cookie. <laughs> Me want to talk to you because it's a good way to find out about things. See, you could have talked to them like that. Do you, I'm going to give you a number All for right. how much money the person in the Philly Fanatic uniform makes per game. Okay. I'm going to give you a number. I have gonna, an idea in my head. You do? I do. $200. I would say about 150 bucks a game. It's not bad. How many games do they get? Uh, 81, 81 home games? games? 81 times 500. Well, I or can't. 81 times. Well, that'd be pretty good. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I only say that because you got to figure you're probably in costume from... A half hour before the game starts until probably the seventh or eighth inning. So you're probably in costume for three hours. You get there an hour before. It's a four hour job. No. That's like forty bucks an hour. So if they if they do it for all eighty one games, that's sixteen thousand dollars. Now they probably get paid to do like promotions. VIP parties. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Guy's making a killing. I don't know about a killing, Al. You just said sixteen thousand dollars. In what world is that a killing? Nineteen forty is that a killing? Six figures. <laughs> when you add it all up. I don't think so. All right, twenty five in oh, front of six. Baby. We are almost uh, actually more than halfway home. We'll get you to Boomer and Gio at the top. Hey. It is the warm up show until then. Shut up, Cookie. <laughs> God, shut up. <laughs> Coming right back on the fan. Al and Jerry, fresh and organic. And no antibiotics ever. Nope, never, never, never. 542. Good morning. It's a Monday. Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour. So far, we've gotten to the Mets, the Yankees, and the Philly Fanatic. I know you got more stuff on that sheet there over there. I bought some expensive steaks over the weekend, like to, to grill. Like they were like, you know, grass fed. Not great. They were 10 bucks each steak. And then I got my dog a super cheapo steak. And his was better. Hers was better. Certainly cut better, Jerry. This organic-fed New York strip that I got, 
It was tough. Not exactly the tomahawk that we got from Cinderella. No, it was, you know, it was rough. It was chewy. And I know you can't really screw up a steak on a grill. Like, I, I actually cooked it really well. But you were on the indoor grill. No, I did. I cooked it outdoor. Oh, you did? Gina's grill outdoors. So how'd grill. you screw it up then? I, I didn't. I, I think it just that. You got a bad maybe cut. Maybe our meat should be eating corn instead of grass. Unless you pay $150 for a tomahawk steak. Probably not worth it. Yeah, I don't know. And my dog, I got whatever cheapo round. I don't know what I got the dog, but I had to cut hers up to put it in her food. It cut so nice, Jerry. It was so smooth. Maybe you it. switched them. <laughs> hmm. I hope I didn't screw Could that be. up. But yeah, it was this. I get disappointed when I when I pay a little extra for something. Like I'm like I'm going to treat myself, and then it sucks. Because usually you do get what you pay for. Usually, usually you do. Yes, yeah, I would agree. I was with a that. slightly disappointed in that. I'm sorry to hear that. Was this Sunday yeah, or Saturday? This was, uh, this was yesterday. Sunday. Yeah, I was going to try to like end the weekend on a high note. With well, how mistakes. disappointing when you get a crappy weekend, like weather weekend. Not that it was terrible, but Not it wasn't great. great. Not great. The, the, you know, Thursday, it looked like it was going to be beautiful. It was nothing but clouds. Yep. Yeah. Very cloudy. Very disappointing. Jerry, what's going on with the Brooklyn Nets? Uh, they're banged up. Weren't they up two games to none? They were. The Brooklyn Nets sucked. They yeah. lost a tough game three in which they had a chance to win. Mm-hmm. They didn't. And then yesterday, Kyrie Irving gets hurt, and Kevin Durant can't play by himself. So Kyrie is I think is he I, missing this next game. I well, there's night? no right now. His status is uncertain. But seeing that when it happened, and hearing it's an ankle sprain, I mean, I'd be surprised if he played again in the series. In I think series. I think there's a better chance James Harden's back faster than him. Yeah, when's he coming back? Don't know. Do not know. So as of right now, as you and I chat here on a Monday morning at five forty-four in the AM. Yeah. We, tomorrow night, there's a Nets game. A pivotal, I call it a pivotal game. It five. is. It's two two. Of course, it is. You have no James Harden. And don't don't know think so. Playing. Don't think you so. You got no Kyrie Irving. Don't know. Don't think so. Well, that's not you've good, got, Jerry. You've got Jeff Green. You've got Joe Harris who needs to wake up. Um, and you've got Bruce Brown, and you got all these. You got a lot of role players that need to all of a sudden become, you know, sidekicks to Kevin Durant because he can't do it himself. I mean, they are really going after him, and rightly so. They should, but they're in trouble. That's why, you know, and for whatever reason, the, the, the guys hate the Nets, and that's fine. When they were doing all that nonsense with the parade, I mean, there's a long way to go. And even if they beat the Bucks, like, all of a sudden it's going to be easy to beat the 76ers? No. Like, when was that ever deemed easy? And the Phoenix Suns never lose. That's going to be easy? So this notion that they're going to waltz to a championship, not true. No Never waltzing. was true. Now more than ever, Jerry. Yeah, now you got injuries. Now this game is in Brooklyn tomorrow night. Yes, game five in Brooklyn, six in Milwaukee, seven if there is a game, seven in Brooklyn. Okay, so we the uh, Nets still have the adva- the home. Yeah, court I mean they do. Advantage. They just here's what happened. They gave up their not gave up. They still have their home court advantage. They had a chance to really put their foot on Milwaukee's throat, specifically in game three. Had a lead late, didn't finish, wound up losing the game, and then yesterday again, never really close after Kyrie got hurt. Now, you said Kevin Durant cannot do it alone. What if he got his security guard to play on the team? You know, it's it's funny you say that. So the other night in game three, they had Durant was going nose-to-nose with P.J. Tucker, and security runs onto the floor. I never realized one of those was his. I thought it was like was arena security. I didn't realize it was his guy. So 
it was a little confusing because it says Kevin Durant's personal security guard employed by the Nets. Right. So he comes to Brooklyn, says, I'm coming, but you're paying this guy. He's my, my security guard. He's so, going to be on staff. And I he guess. only looks out. I've never heard of that in sports where you a guy oh, has I his think, own I security guard. More guys have it than you know. You think Tom Brady's got his own security guard? Mm, I don't know about Tom. I don't know. I, I don't think know. guys do. I think many guys sports. do. Wow. Yeah, I do. I do because they're targets. Yeah, but you would th- right. They're targets, but you would think why would that security guard be by the court? I don't know to protect them from the fan. I don't know. I have no it's idea. True. The fans are nuts this year because they have been, and I. If I remember from the P.J. Tucker thing from Game 3, I think there were three security guards that ran onto the floor like really quickly. And Van Gundy, I think ESPN was doing the game, if I remember correctly, because I think it was Van Gundy that was like, this is ridiculous, was not a big deal. Why is security running onto the floor? So the fact that now we're finding out one of them is his, that's interesting too. And that guy bumped and shoved P.J. Tucker. I was not aware of that. Yeah. I thought he just separated them. No, he he got in trouble for uh, shoving, so he's been banned for the rest of the series. Can't do that. You hear that? You banned. You banned. Get out. I did like that the uh, the Bucks fans were chanting "Bucks in six and they didn't include any f words. Well, was they really... were. They did do FKD again yesterday. They did. Yeah, I was gonna give them credit. No, they still did it. Oh, you jerks. They still did. Now it wasn't often, but they did it a couple of times, actually. And it's pretty obvious when they do it. Yeah. And it was, I think he was on the foul line yesterday when they did it. I don't like that. I don't uh, either. It's not called I, for. I don't care for it either. Now, Bucks like and cursing. Six, now that's clever. That's fine. That's fine. Nothing no, wrong with that. No and they curses. Very loud when he exited the game. Bucks in Six. Like that they were doing, Jerry? Pretty much. Bucks in Six. Right. So, but, 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 if the Nets go win tomorrow, pressure's back on Milwaukee. Just win, baby. Yeah. I, I mean, the pressure's squirrely on the Nets now tomorrow night. I might have someone from the Raiders. Go over into Brooklyn tomorrow night just to give them a pump up. Just win, baby. The Raiders haven't won in two decades. So. And Al Davis has passed, right? Ah, uh, yeah. So he's out. That is very true. I don't know who to get. Maybe I'll get the guy with the bowl cut to come uh, over. Tom Brady. You just mentioned them. All he does is win. Yeah, that's generic, though. I need, like, a, maybe a pro wrestler. Ric Flair. The Undertaker. How about The Rock? Where's he oh, these days? The Rock. John Cena. He's yep. doing Wipeout. I don't know if you ever watched that. I, I do not watch Wipeout. Good old Wipeout. Yeah. Which is still funny. That's where you get knocked all around and all this fun stuff. Correct. Did you see uh, Kyler Murray, Jerry? He's a quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. I guess he grew up in the Dallas area, Texas. Yeah. And uh, well, some podcast had uh, talked to him about Was it a the, podcast? I thought it was an article for SI because I can't oh, find maybe the audio. It's the, I mean, it's an, it was an article. I see the quote. I, yes. I can't find any audio. Yeah. So I guess they asked him if he was a Cowboy fan growing up, and he said that uh, he never was a Cowboy fan because, quote, they were always ass. Well, they weren't good. The problem well, for him is— Well, did he grow up? Well, he's 22. Oh. So you do the math. <laughs> All right. He grew up in the— 2000. In the 2000s when they weren't good. Oh, they were terrible? Well, not terrible, but you look at—if he was born—let's say he was born in 99. I'm just—I right. I don't know if he was or he wasn't. 98, 99. I'm going to Google that while you'd say. You're at the end of the Aikman era, for the most part, and now you're getting into just a whole bunch of nobodies that was playing for them. I mean, that was Quincy Carter oh, when okay. they drafted him at, a, I think it was yeah. Georgia, I think. They drafted him, and then people were like, what are the Cowboys doing? And they just, they were bad. Now, I wouldn't call them ass, but they were bad. 
August of 97 he was born. Okay, so yeah. So by the time you're watching football, when you're making those decisions, four, five, six years old, they weren't good. Ass-looking face. <laughs> okay, now here's the thing. I have noticed several photos that have surfaced online of a young Kyler Murray in a Cowboys jersey. Is that right? At the stadium. Oh. So whether they're ass or Fake not me. ass, he did own Cowboy stuff. Interesting. Mm-hmm. How about that? How about that? Uh, because really, if you're in Dallas, who else are you rooting for? Gotta now, in this Cowboys. day and age, I think you can live anywhere and root for anybody. But still back then, I don't know. I mean, fraud! In, fraud! In 2001 <laughs> or two, you're not rooting for the Houston Oilers. Well, just think like, okay, if Kyler Murray was born in 97, in 2007, by the way, when the Boomer and Carton show started, yeah. he was 10. Right. 10! I know. But how about this? I realized Boomer was my age when he started doing the show, and now he's 60. That means I'm going to be 60 in no time because mm. time just flies right by. And as you know, Jerry, I've been in my condo for just over a year. Time flies by. And it's already worth more than I paid for it. That's right. Worth more in just a year's time. So stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. They make the entire mortgage process easy. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages to learn more. Rates are still low, and you do not need to put down 20%. Go with Carney Bank. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing, lender. All right, one final break, and then we will wrap it up. Boomer and Geo at the top right now. Amy Lawrence, Odyssey Sports Minute on Chris Paul and the Suns. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFA. Welcome back. Loser Sunday for the most part. You had the Yankees lose. You had the Mets lose. You had the Nets lose. But the Islanders did win. How about that? What else you got? Warm up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. Jerry, alert Twitter follower Lieutenant Dan Drebin. Lieutenant I, Dan? Which I think is a fake account. As far as Gump doing. He sent me a uh, Yahoo uh, business article about mascots. It says that a lot of mascots uh, make upwards of uh, $65,000 a year. There you go. Probably from a lot of the additional activities. Well, they they say some of them are contract employees where you get the salary and you have to do every game and do all these different events. Now, the Philly fanatic in particular, his salary is not known, but he does get $600 an hour for appearances. $600 an (laughs) hour? Shut up! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah How yeah, much yeah. did you get when you were Cookie Monster? I don't. I I, I was an intern. I didn't get paid. Did anything. you get six hundred dollars an hour? No. And you were physically assaulted by, by a child. A small child. I Kick think you should out. sue them. I would love to sue them. Do you think I could go back? Six hundred dollars an yeah, hour. That's pretty, that's pretty good, Jerry. That means he can't. That means the guy's not making it all. Then the Phillies you have think to the get Phillies some are of getting that. a cut they of his six hundred dollars. Don't they own that they likeness do. or whatever you call it? $600 an hour. I'd love oh, to be... baby! Hey, G, I quit. <laughs> you could just go be a mascot, Jerry. My goodness. I wonder what the Rutgers... What does Mr. Met make? Uh, Mr. Met And was... he's giving the finger to fans. Mr. Met was in this article. I'll have to scroll back. Oh, Mr. Met, uh, also $600 an hour for appearances. Come on. Yeah. You what is there, a up, mascot Jerry? union? Hey, Nets fans, That's if you're right. fully vaccinated, we want to give you a shot to win tickets to Game 5 of the Nets Bucks Eastern Conference Semifinal Series.